Welcome back to the podcast, friends. It is Jasmine, and in today's episode, we have a special guest. We have Amber from the Manifesting Makeup MUA Instagram account. She also has a podcast under the same name. Now, Amber is all about helping makeup artists manifest successful careers through marketing hacks, mindset, and energetic healing, which you know is my jam. So in today's episode, we talk a lot about, you know, building up self confidence, really finding your own signature style, and a little bit about a documentary that she made that really showcases, you know, her experience working in the film production world. And she also has a hybrid business model. Now, she isn't a bridal beauty pro, but she is a beauty pro that does men's grooming. She does commercial shoots. She does film. And she is really an amazing resource to really learn about all aspects of what it looks like to work in the production world. So I'm going to stop rambling so you can go ahead and tune on into today's episode so she can introduce herself. You can learn a little bit more about her. And of course, as always, you can find Amber's information in the show notes so you can go ahead and listen to her podcast and follow her over on Instagram if you want to connect with her. Bye, friends. All right. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Beauty in the Network podcast. Today, we have another amazing guest. She is Miss Amber, and she is going to give you an introduction. You guys just heard a little bit about today's episode and what you can expect, but I'm just going to go ahead and give the floor over to Amber so she can tell you a little bit about her, what she does, and who she helps. Hello. Thank you for having me, Jasmine. I'm excited to be on your podcast. We've been talking about it for a while, and I'm so excited that we're finally able to to make this work with our schedules. She and I always have like crazy schedules comparing one another. So it's finally happening. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so I am a freelance makeup artist. And I also have an online business. It originally was called What It Takes, which is named after the documentary film that I directed and produced. And now I'm actually going in a full-blown rebranding phase. And it's uh, in the process of being called The Manifesting Makeup Artist, which is named after my own podcast. So uh, I also have a podcast, but primarily I work on sets and productions. Um, I specialize in men's grooming. And I've been doing this for about 13, going on 14 years in commercials, TV, film, all that good stuff, celebrity work. And with my online business, with the Manifesting Makeup Artist, what I do is I create online courses, I have a membership program, a podcast, where I just help inspire and motivate makeup artists in any way that I possibly can, primarily through marketing and sharing how they can market themselves with confidence and also with energy and mindset work. That's like the biggest part. It's like 80% of the work and then 20% is the marketing. So I talk a lot about social media marketing. I talk a lot about mindset and law of attraction work. And um, yeah, that's pretty much me in a nutshell for the most part. (laughs) 
Yes, I love that. And you know, one thing that I definitely want to kind of like pinpoint and like highlight. So you have what I would call a hybrid business model. So mashing the in-person services, you say you do like commercial and you work with agencies and things like that. And you also have a virtual extension of your branch of business that aligns with your own expertise. So for you, just to kind of like go left field here versus some of the questions that I was going to ask. But when it came to deciding, you know, I've been doing amazing with men's grooming and you know what, I definitely think I want to start helping other makeup artists in their own career. And how did you come about creating the virtual side of your business and what did it actually take for (laughs) you to kind of like gain the confidence and really like put yourself out there? Oh, wow. So first things first, the, where the idea came from, as far as like the online business, that was never, ever really a plan. Um, I've always had a Nick for, I don't know if that's the word I'm looking for, but like just, a inkling for helping people. I've always loved helping people. I've always loved teaching and sharing my knowledge. Um, so that's always just come naturally to me, but it was never like I never, ever thought, oh, I'm going to make an online business one day. Um, Although funny side story, when I was in like second grade, I don't know if you remember this, Jasmine, you and I are essentially the same age, like the forums on AOL, like Uh, on, um, yeah, yeah, all the like chats, like the chat rooms. (laughs) I actually created my own little like subscriber list and I would, there was like eight people on my, my email subscriber list. It was my club and I would share all like the latest information about like pop culture. So in a way I kind of like was already doing it at a very young age, but so it started with the documentary essentially. Mm -hmm. So I saw the makeup industry specifically in production, the production of film and fashion. And I noticed just how many people did not really understand the ugly side, like of the curtain, you know, instead of like behind the scenes of it all, um, as far as like the struggle that a lot of artists go through, um, the fact that, you know, you don't step foot out of makeup or cosmetology school and make $40,000 straight away. Um, you know, you have to work to get there. And, um, I am a knowledge freak and a research freak. So before both of my schooling at cosmetology school and makeup school, I, did endless amount of research on both of those industries to make sure it was what I wanted to do. I knew who was who, who the big people were, the famous celebrity artists and everything like that. And I studied those people. I researched their stories and what they did. And I just followed their footsteps. And I noticed not very many people were doing that. And so I would share all this knowledge that I learned with all the people. And then I was like, it's not all like roses and don't worry if you're not hitting, you know, two $10,000 months within a year of graduating. It just isn't, it's not very common. So don't beat yourself up and don't give up. And the biggest thing was I kept seeing so many people dropping and just giving up. And that like irked me. It was really like saddening because they just didn't understand that they weren't the only ones. So I decided one day in 2013, I want to make a documentary and I want to, cause you can't write a book about this because the chance of people, you know, reading a book front to back 
is like lower and documentaries were on the rise. And I was like, people will see it if it's in a documentary form and we're visual people. So it took five years to create. And in 2017, I released it and it was essentially the response that I got from the viewers, from all of the artists that watched it, even the artists. So there was a, over 20 award-winning makeup artists that were a part of the film. And they even were like, this was really inspiring. Like it got my motivation back up. And so no matter what like stage anybody was at, if they watched it, they felt a sense of motivation. And that was just like, oh, I love this. Like I love motivating people. I love sharing knowledge. I love, you know, connecting people. And so I started researching how I can start doing pretty much online classes in 2017. And then I created a whole kind of community and it kind of just, that's where it all started really. I love that. And I love how you said, you know, you kind of thought about doing the documentary and once you put it out there, you had such an overwhelming response of people just like so inspired. And you were like, oh my gosh, I actually like doing this. Like, this is my jam. (laughs) And that is something that is so important because there's a lot of people who are, they have these ideas in the the back of their head and they're like, oh, one day I'm going to do that. Someday down the line, I'm going to do that. But if you never push yourself to do the ideas that keep popping up in your head, you will never realize, oh my gosh, I should have been doing this like years ago or this thing that I was definitely afraid of, like this feels like second nature to me. And you would never know that if you never gave yourself a shot to put it out there. So I absolutely love that story. I actually did not know that. I know that you had a documentary, but I didn't know like the whole backstory about like (laughs) the process and how it happened and how it kind of like transitioned into your online business today. So that's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that. Of course. Yeah. It was a a very, very long uh, documentaries are no joke. Like they, when people say that they take long to make it's, it's definitely, it could have taken a shorter time if I had like the proper funding for crew members and stuff like that. But, um, there was the evolution of it is really what caused it to take so long. But, um, but yeah, and, and essentially with the documentary, it showcases, um, pretty much I was really the only subject that was able to show the not so pretty side because not very many people were really willing at that point to showcase that um they were willing to do an interview and talk about it but they weren't like hey come into my messy room and you know see me crying while I'm on the phone with a you know debt collector or something like yeah. that you know <laughs> whereas like me I was like I guess so like we're, we're showing this part and um yeah. yeah at that particular time of the filming I was literally like my credit score was under 300 and I was on the phone with it wasn't a debt collector, but I had been late on several payments for my student loans. And it's just, it shows that side that nobody, at least at the time was really willing to showcase, um, that aspect. And I, I think that goes with really any type of industry, whether, you know, you're wanting to get into the bridal industry, or if you're wanting to get in the film industry, the film industry is a pretty rough one, but, um, you know, if you want to get into the online space, like there's a whole side that's just not comfortable oh, at yeah. all that nobody really like, some people talk about it, but nobody really showcases. So I think that's why it was such a special, it touched so many people because they're like, thank you for being willing to put that out there and, and be so vulnerable. Um, and I think that's really what I took from the 
response was the vulnerability and the transparency. And that's what I live by with my, my personal online uh, brand. And I feel like that's what I get the most comments on is everybody's like, you're just so genuine and you're so transparent. Like if, if there's somebody that comes at me with an idea and I'm like, that's not a good idea. I'm like, yo, that's not a good idea. <laughs> you know what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying? So, um, or, oh, like I had this, 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 and this happened. Like what I do, I'm literally like, it happens to everybody. Like you're not the only one. I'm very like, I'm not the type of person that's like, oh, it's okay. Like, or, oh, I'm doing so, yeah, I'm doing so well a hundred percent of the time. Like, no, it's not like that, you know? Yeah. And I love that because, you know, nowadays transparency is so needed, especially with the online, online business aspect of anything and any kind of business really, because there can be so many people who just tell you like they can just like sell you a whole like tub of dreams but at the bottom of that tub is like all of the nitty-gritty things that you didn't expect because nobody really told you like hey here are the pros here are the cons here are the ups here's the downs here's how you handle the downs so that you can handle it with grace whenever they present itself so for you that kind of goes like perfectly into to my next question so lately I've been over on my Instagram page and I've been talking about confidence a lot and people have just been struggling showing up as their authentic self something that I am really big on is I love incorporating my own values into my brand so I love talking about diversity and inclusion community over competition giving back and for some people, they just feel like, oh my gosh, well, I'm going to have so much attention on me. What if I say something wrong? What if people don't like me? What if it turns people off? So for you, when you start to show up in, you know, the uh, industry part of your business and the online branch of your business, how has showing up as next level you really helped you step into who you are and has it been something that you always have or <laughs> is it like a learned skill that you have to perfect over yeah time? I'll speak first on the industry part and then I'll speak on the online and showing up part so first things first with my with my work when I'm doing like on set and working with people in person and doing makeup and, and hair I would say it took, it took a while for me to build that confidence. And I think with any new learned skill, newly learned skill, it's, it takes time. Confidence will come. It's just, it's kind of like, I always, I always talk about this uh, with my community, which is, you know, I don't like doing liquid liner. Like I, I hate it. Or I don't want to say liquid liner. Cause I don't, I use just like gel liner, but we'll talk about specifically cat eye, like a winged eyeliner. I hate those. And the reason why is because I just don't do them very often. Um, I'm a confident makeup artist, but I'm, am I confident in every aspect of the different types of styles of makeup? Absolutely not. You asked me to do a cat eye and I'm like, eh, would you like to do it yourself? Like, that's usually what I say. But if I practice that cat eye minimum 10 times in a row, I'll be fine. It all is a matter of consistently practicing that. And I don't like the, the words or the like statement of practice makes perfect because I don't necessarily believe in perfection, but it helps significantly with confidence 
like as a whole. So that's why I do so well with men's grooming. The reason why I've steered in that direction is because naturally I, I really love doing men's haircuts. And like, so going back to cosmetology school, I was obsessed with doing all the men's cuts and everybody sent me the men's cuts. But then on the other side, somebody would give me, you know, a highlight or something. And I wasn't well-versed in that because I wasn't getting that repetition, that practice. So as far as confidence goes, it's all in a, in the practice portion and getting, you know, if there's ever anything that I was not well-versed in that I knew I was going to have to do the next day, I would or, you know, next week or whatever, I would practice it if I was nervous about it so that I could have some sort of foundation of confidence. Now, as my career went on, personality wise, my confidence just grew just because I had, you know, 13 years of experience of being a full-time freelancer. So say for instance, I did show up and somebody was like, yeah, I want a cat eye. Instead of being like, oh, uh, I, okay. Do you want to do like stuttering in that sense of, oh, okay. Yeah. How about, um, would you like to do the majority of it yourself? And if so, like, go ahead, do it yourself. And then I'll just finesse it. And having that confidence, like just because I didn't particularly want to do it because I'm not that well-versed in it or skilled in it doesn't mean I can't present that fact confidently. Does that make sense? Or like if I did mess up on an eyeliner, oh, oh crap, I put that, you know, false lash in the wrong area or something like that. You know, at the beginning of my career, I would have panicked and people would have, you know, picked up on that people pick up on energy like crazy but now in my career if I mess up I'm just like okay and I just confidently go on as if the mess up never happened and nobody ever knows anything so I would say in the evolution of anybody's career you have the confidence to like when you do screw up you don't panic the way that you did when you first started. But then also if there are areas where you aren't confident in practice those areas, and if you don't like them, then don't do those. Like mm-hmm. say, for instance, you hate men's grooming. Don't take a men's grooming job. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's okay. Yeah. It's okay to do that. So for me, something that I did in the evolution of like my confidence and my, you know, growth and everything as an artist, I don't take glam makeups anymore. Why? Because the chance of me having to do a bold red lip with a winged black, you know, like super crisp eyeliner is pretty high. And I, or like a super duper duper smoky, like Kim Kardashian, you know, smoky eye. That's not what I am really good at. So I just say no to those jobs and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, and I, and I say like, I, I confidently say no is how I put it. Um, but showing up confidently online. So that one is a little, it's still kind of new because I've only been doing this online business for about five years. So it's not a 13 year thing the way that my freelance is, but I would say I have noticed that the more I show up and just do it, the more I gain the confidence. And it's just the same kind of concept as like, showing up to the job and just doing the makeup and, or showing up and practicing it. And, um, I personally don't really, I don't really practice before I go live or anything I used to, but now I think it's because I've done it so many times. I just 
you know, trust the process. Um, and the other thing too, is if I'm not say confident about a topic that I'm talking about, I always write notes and I bullet it out. So that helps a lot, but sometimes, sometimes what can happen is that messes me up because it's too, a little too structured. I like to kind of flow. So I kind of do a mix between the two. Um, and I always do kind of like a, an energy protection before I go for, you know, that it kind of just like release, relieves the anxiety behind haters and trolls and things like that. Because I've, I actually worked for a company and we did, I did a live, um, special effects makeup every single week for like two years. And we were hitting like, like minimum a hundred thousand live viewers on Facebook live. We got to a million one day. It was insane. And there were a lot of people saying some mean stuff. And I think that helped with like the, you know, when I started doing my own online stuff to just like ignore it. Um, but I do, uh, with my personal brand kind of just do like a, in a way a prayer, but more so like a, a meditation yeah. or like a, um, ritual really is what it is mm-hmm. before I go on just so that sometimes like I stutter all the time when I'm going live, I mess up on my words. I forget what I'm talking about half the time. It's kind of embarrassing. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, what was I talking about? Or like, I forget words all the time. And here's the thing, what I, what really helped me, this is probably the biggest thing. The biggest takeaway is accepting that that's just who I am. Cause I started mm-hmm. noticing that that's just how I talk when I'm with people in real life. And so I went along with it. And anytime that I messed up, stuttered or forgot words or so on and so forth, I called myself out like, sorry guys, like I'm just forgetting everything. And once again, the transparency they appreciate. So the more, you know, especially now, I mean, Instagram just like announces like this particular year, the authenticity, you know, uh, not rule, but the, the, being authentic this year specifically is what's going to help you like skyrocket in your growth. It already started in the past, like two years, I would say, Mm -hmm. but TikTok specifically is showcasing, like, it's all like in your home, in your pajamas, nobody has makeup on. And Instagram is still in that. Let's put filters on, let's put this perfection, you know, thing. And they're, they're trying to phase out of that. Um, so if you think of it in that light of if you do want to get into like the online business and doing online content and creation and uh, content creation and things like that, uh, just remember the more human you can be, the better. So it's Absolutely. actually better to mess up because people can't relate to perfection. They feel inferior. Mm, yes. Okay. So to piggyback off of that, I got goosebumps, but to piggyback off of that. <laughs> so Last week, I literally had a handful of conversations revolving around confidence. And I had one person who told me like, you know, I really want to create a community for people so that they feel confident. And then I was talking about a little bit of strategy because strategy is my jam. And then they told me how they were struggling showing up because they don't necessarily feel confident themselves. 
so what I said, I had to, well, I gave a little bit of a story about me and my own confidence journey. And my confidence journey is ever evolving. And just like you said, practicing, practicing men's grooming, practicing what you're not good at. And for me, I, the, the quickest way to get confidence is to put it into action. I am not confident learning tech in my business. How can I practice? How can I get into action? I am not confident showing up live. How can I practice going live? <clears throat> Excuse me. So those are like things that I also had to do. And just like you said, like you sometimes say like the bullet pointed notes. I used to do that, but I am a talker. Like I was off on 10 different Same. tangents and then I'm like, wait a minute. And like, I'll have people on and I'm like, let me simmer down. Like I'll legit just tell people like, let me simmer down. Let me gather myself. Let me drink some water while I review what the heck I wanted to say and get back on track. So like you showing up as yourself, me showing up as myself, people relate more to humanness and not mm -hmm. the perfection. I feel like back in the day, there were so many like educators who thought that they had to show up with hair done, makeup done with a professional blazer on and they're talking like this and they're, they're not letting their potty mouth, you know, just like do what they do. And it's so hard to keep that up because it's not you. So for me, I just really had to practice how to become myself more and really release the judgment of what people think. So some of the rituals that I love to do, I also love to meditate anytime when I do like a workshop or a training or I hop on a call with any of my clients. I like to just get centered and grounded because I don't want to take the energy that I had in the earlier part of my day. Somebody cut me off. Somebody said some words to me <laughs> and I don't want to bring that into the space that I'm trying to create mm -hmm. for my community and things like that. So just having like a release ritual, a meditation, maybe a journal session, whatever fits your jam, a walk do that for yourself. And another thing that I do want to just mention when it comes to practicing, this goes into business as well. So for me, before I had my team, I was so afraid to just practice marketing, practice new, new features in my business and really investing in different aspects to really grow myself as an owner and to grow my business as well. Because your personal growth and your business growth, they are directly related so for you when it comes to really like growing your business to where you have it now you have an amazing community and all of the things if you don't follow her you definitely follow her i'll put all of her information in the show notes but when it comes to investing in yourself whether that be time financially what has really helped you in your business grow and what were some of the benefits that you saw from investing in yourself both on you know both sides of your business yeah I would say um I give a lot of credit to the growth when I started doing the inner work and doing a lot of energetic work so I'm really big on energy work so like Reiki yeah. Akashic Records um doing, you know, hypno sessions like that, to be honest, is my favorite. That one, if, if anybody has, um, any interest with like hypnotherapy, definitely look into it. It is mm -hmm. truly life-changing. That's what really got me into the whole like meditation space was, uh, guided, guided meditations and hypno sessions. So mm -hmm. 
like hypnotherapy meditations and um, what the hypnotherapy meditations do is they get you in a hypnotic state for you. You know, I personally go to Marissa Peer. She's my, uh, between her and Joel uh, Tilk. I think I always mess up with Tilk. I don't know how you pronounce his last name, but they're really, because sometimes, you know, we're hypnotized all the time by media to buy things, to watch things and um, do certain things. And we're not even realizing it. So um, you want to make sure that you go to the right source, but because it is a real thing and and it can be, um, you just want to make sure you're going to a reputable, reputable person. So Marissa Peer is my, my number one go-to and then the Joel guy. And essentially, um, what it does is it gets you in a hypnotic state to go back into usually somewhere in your childhood, your inner childhood, and kind of dig up some childhood traumas of where these, these blocks are coming from. So a lot of the times they are lies that you tell yourself because you think from one experience that you are this experience and therefore you are not worthy. That's always what it comes down to mm-hmm. in some way, some sort of, uh, some sort of scale. So it's, you know, you're not worthy of money, of success, of, um, a successful business of love, like so on and so forth. And so, um, it dials that all in and then it releases it and then it reprograms into your mind, these new kind of like, you know, the law of attraction stuff. And I love that all of these law of attraction and manifestation things are coming to the surface, but at that's only the surface. Like it really is like saying the Mm -hmm. affirmations can be very powerful, but if you don't do the inner work, it's not going to last. So hypno sessions, in my opinion, are by far the best personal investment. And then when you, like, when I started getting rid of those blocks, that's when I started seeing everything just skyrocket. So I started doing these, um, hypno sessions and these guided meditations for reprogramming my subconscious beliefs about money specifically. And it was like, I went from about 2,500 per month on an average to like 6,000 average per month, just, just from that. And that's like within a two or three month time period, uh, no, a 60 day period. Cause I was on a 60 day yoga thing. So anyways, um, but there's, there's a lot of ways to like release energy and release blocks. That's, I feel like the, the fastest pos like the fastest, most effective way, but there's a lot of other ways. There's breath work. I love breath work. Um, there's a lot of forms of breath work. So even that in and of itself is a whole industry. Um, meditation is my favorite, but at the end of the day, like you have to find what works for you. Right. So in my experience what what works for me is what gets me excited so I get really excited about my hypno sessions I get really excited about meditation uh I don't get excited about writing stuff therefore like writing affirmations 55 times or yeah 55 times for five days Mm -hmm. in a row like the energy behind it because I don't like like my hand cramps up and I don't energetically like it the energy behind that is it's it's causing a block with me not even realizing it so Mm -hmm. that's like my secret is finding what brings you the most joy to like show up for yourself in the most fun way if you love going on runs and you love like meditating in that way utilize that 
If you yeah. love going to yoga and, you know, having some sort of release that way with, you know, releasing old childhood trauma, do it that way. Um, dancing is my favorite. And this is actually going back to the confidence thing, a part of my ritual to like what Jasmine was saying, you know, not allowing the outer, you know, day yeah. affect you. <laughs> yes. But I, cause I can tell you right now, I've had a lot of bad days this past three months and I still show up happy and excited, but you know, the only people that would really know is if they listen to like a recent podcast, those are really the only people that would know that I had a really terrible, and even in the podcast, I'm not like, you know, (laughs) you know, I don't allow that into that space. I only allow in my personal life. And so what I do before going live or doing a recording of any sort, I I have a playlist that I've created that of all these songs that get me really excited. And what that does is it brings me from this vibration of, you know, all the things that were happening at the time or still are or so on and so forth. And it raises it. That could look like, you know, singing along because I love singing too. So if there's a song I love to sing to so on and so forth. So moving the vibration from, you know, fear, sadness, blah, 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 to excitement, energetic, happy, joy, you know, fearless, all those things. That is a huge trick of mine that I always use whenever I go live. Um, But yeah, um, and going back on investing in yourself, the programs that I have invested in, pretty much almost all of them are energy based. So there's Mm -hmm. that. So that's why I'm talking so much about this energy piece um, because it was so life-changing, but it was also life-changing to invest in myself because for so long uh, I was always like growing up, I just had a family that was very much like, you can't buy that, you know, don't Mm -hmm. get that. We don't have money for that. So my money story is I don't have enough for that. Uh, oh, that program is $3,000. Like, oh yeah, no, can't, can't do that. Uh And in all honesty, where where there's a will, there's a way. And so for example, there was actually something I just recently invested in and I was put on like a payment program and the last payment, because in the, the end of November, all the way till right about now, there was a lot of just like ill, like sickness, some people passing in my family and my finances were just not in where I assumed that they would be for my last payment. And instead of like me being like, okay, I can't make this payment. I'm just gonna, you know, quit the program and blah, blah, blah. Where there's a will, there's a way I reached out to them and said, Hey, these are my circumstances. What are my options? And they ended up like, they're still just allowing me that grace period. They gave me like a 60 day grace period to just like chill out. Yeah. And it's like, even with credit card debt and, and, you know, bank stuff, like just so you guys know, you can always, like, if you go negative in your account and you get that hit the like 30 to $50 or whatever fee that this insufficient fund fee, you can call them and say, Hey, this is happening. Can you give me a grace period and, and credit that back? Almost always it works. So that was just a side note. But anyways, going back to investing in yourself, I, anytime I've ever invested in myself, there's always been like a huge door that has opened for me. Uh, and it's essentially because what I'm doing energetically 
is telling and showcasing, not just telling the universe, because I could talk about it all day, but Mm -hmm. showcasing to the universe that I am worthy of investing in myself so that I am more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Valuable. Mm -hmm. Like I'm valuable now, but I am also more valuable and I am worth paying to increase my value. So increasing your value should return in increasing your prices and increasing Mm -hmm. what you're doing and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, every time I've ever invested in myself, it always returns with something really big, whether it's a huge opportunity in the production world or, you know, my business starts growing. Um, And to be honest, because I've invested in myself, I have so much to offer my community. The Mm. amount of education and knowledge that I have is truly invaluable. And I share that with them, regardless if they're a paying customer or if they're not. I talk to all of the followers that reach out to me and ask me for advice. And I give them maybe not like, you know, four videos worth of advice, but I still give them a lot. You know, I share my knowledge. So that and the response that I get from that is just truly um, just true gratitude, you know. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And just kind of going back on the personal investments, like the energetic investments, I can definitely like that has been the biggest shift in my life. Last year um, in 2021, I invested it in a six month mastermind and it was all about like releasing your old childhood trauma and really rewriting your story and you know, reprogramming how you think and process and react to things. And I used to tell people like, I am very like bubbly and zen and grounded, you know, like 85% of the time, but I used to be not so love and light. I used to be triggered all of the time and really investing in myself on a personal level, aside from business, like I was already spending so money in so much money into like strategy and strategy. Mm-hmm. But what I was lacking was me. I didn't, I didn't even have a connection with my soul, with my inner being. I didn't even know me as a person. I was just kind of operating off of what I like to call a default mode. So just mm-hmm. kind of like you said, like, you know, on your phone, looking at TV, like you're doing things and watching things and you're like, hold up. I really wanted to work in my business, but it's been three hours and I'm sitting on the couch scrolling social media. How did that happen? <laughs> so yep. yeah, like just like everything that she said, like hypnotherapy, that has been like my jam like mm-hmm. that has been my jam um breath work meditation all of those things um EFT NLP all of those things are my woo things that I love to really like share with those who are like open-minded and they really want to work in their own personal energetics because it's game-changing in mm-hmm. all aspects of your life so yeah thank you so much for sharing all of that yeah of course now, of course of course and could you tell us a little bit about you know if people are like okay like amber she sounds like my girl i, I want to <laughs> know i want to know about i want to know more about this energy the manifestation like how can she help me how can people learn from you what do you currently have open where people can connect with you in all of the things online as well as your podcast 
Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, they can check out my podcast. It's the Manifesting Makeup Artist podcast. Um, I am on Instagram too. So they can um, follow the, it's the makeup or I'm sorry, the manifesting underscore MUA. And then as far as like what I offer. So I actually have an online membership program and every other month I create content, training content, call them success kits and masterclasses. And so each, um, each of those offers a new training and it's a new theme. So we have, I want to say 14 current masterclasses in the membership and they span from Instagram marketing, you know, website designing, um, you know, like the more left side brain stuff, the marketing and the more like tangible stuff, but I also marry the energetic. So, uh, we just finished, uh, back in November, we had a Reiki. I did a 21 day Reiki cleanse because I'm a Reiki certified master. And so I did a whole like Reiki thing. And to be honest, that was like, um, they call it the 21 day Reiki cleanse and it's just 21 days of receiving energetic Reiki. Um, and there's gosh, what else do we have? Uh, crystals manifesting one-on-one, like all of the energetics and very woo-woo stuff that I talk about in the law of attraction that, um, in my opinion, a lot of it has to kind of go, it's like a 50, 50, actually it's more like 80, 20, but we'll just say 50, 50, just for like easy, uh, easy math. So 50% marketing and, you know, tangible left side brain, and then 50% of the woo-woo stuff, um, you know, more of the right side of the brain and marrying that. And cause that's something no matter what, cause I have other online courses as well. Like I have a men's grooming course, a website course. And even in those, I still talk about the mindset and how to get your mindset because no matter what, like what you were just saying, Jasmine, it's like you had all the strategy, but because your mindset wasn't in alignment with what you were trying to do, like in your body energetically, it just wasn't quite there yet. Mm -hmm. And the biggest part that so many people miss, they always try to do strategy first and then themselves second. And when you do mindset first and inner work and energy, and then the strategy, it, it, the strategy becomes so much more aligned because you don't question the, the biggest thing that I talk about in like my boot camps, I do boot camps a few times a year and something I talk about all, actually you've been a part of them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and so, uh, we, I always talk about how, um, we, we always like, wait, what was I saying? I totally got off track with that. Um, so this is what I'm talking about. (laughs) You you said the 50, 50, you blend it. Uh, oh, um, strat- they're trying to do the strategy first mindset second. Oh gosh. I totally lost what I was saying. <laughs> Crap. I got totally distracted with that. Um, I'm always like, let me recap it. I know, right? <laughs> um, I'll just like try to riff here and I'm sure it'll come yeah. back to me. Yeah. But anyway, so like a lot of times when I'm doing these, these boot camps and I'm talking about the mindset, I always talk about mindset first, because no matter what we do for the rest of the week, because it's always a three or five day thing, mm-hmm. they have to build that confidence because confidence is, is mindset. You can't even think about a strategy until you get your confidence and your mindset straight. Cause if you're thinking about the strategy with no confidence behind it, you're not gonna, you're literally just like running in muddy water. Like it, you're just gonna like not, you know, running upstream if you will. And, yeah. um, 
So that's what I teach in all of my programs, all of my courses, all of my boot camps. I always teach about mindset first. It's like the first module is always going to be about mindset because everything you learn is it's always stems with mindset. Because if I teach you something, the only way that you're going to do it and actually follow through with it is if you're in the right mindset. Yeah. Right. So that's something I was used. So anyways, going back to um, the membership. So basically everything I do is a literal 50, 50. So at the beginning of every single month, we do goal setting. And at the end of every month, we do mindset and energy healing. So there's, you know, trainings and everything like that. It's like, something that I'm actually very, very proud of. (laughs) I love it so much. It's like kind of one of those things that, you know, you, you kind of like look at it. And as I'm explaining, I'm like, wow, that's really cool. I had that's that's mine. (laughs) You know what I mean? I love it in the community. I made this. this. Yeah. Um, and so like, I never really reflect on how like proud I really am like nearly enough. So, but it is an incredible community of people. And originally it was going to be only open twice a year as far as enrollment, but now I've decided just to have it open all year long so they can join that. They can check out some of the courses and, or they can just, you know, follow the podcast or follow me on Instagram. Yeah, I love it. And I will make sure to put all of her information into the show notes. So you can follow her podcast, you can follow her on Instagram, and you can check out all of the amazing offers, courses, and her membership down below. But thank you so much again for being here today. Of course. Thank you for having me again. It's been of awesome. Course, of course. <laughs> well, all right, friends, make sure that you uh, check out those show notes, and I will see you in the next episode. Bye, friends. Bye. Hey friend, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, definitely make sure that you go over to the show notes so you can follow our guests and make sure that you tag us over on social media so that we can shout you out and show you some love for tuning in to today's episode. And if you really enjoyed today's episode, make sure that you leave a review and tell us what is one thing that you truly truly took away from today's episode and make sure that you follow us over on social. Thank you again for tuning in today's episode. I can't wait for you to hang out with us again. Bye friends.